Hi, I'm Vanessa, a birth and postpartum doula, the modern doula. It takes a village to raise a child, and we built a village for you. In this podcast, we bring together leading obstetricians, mums, midwives, and more to empower you through every stage of your journey. Let us together develop a personalized approach that embraces the fact that no birth is the same. Each mother and baby's journey are unique and special in their own way. Hi, today's piece is a solo piece and I'm talking about birth preparation, mind preparation as you're entering in this journey. The biggest thing that I always say to my clients is that birth happens between your ears before it happens anywhere else. You're probably laughing and thinking, well, what does she mean by this? Because obviously that's not where birth happens, but your mind is a powerful tool as you embark on this journey. Okay, so this is the most time in your life, besides getting married, buying a house, is that you will educate yourself. Obviously, what that looks like, we're on social media, we're Googling, that's what we do, we know, and that you're prepping and understanding. And so obviously what's coming up a lot is that or you hear someone else's story and that sort of either frightens you and you're thinking, I'm not ever having kids, what do I do here? And this is where you're prepping your mind. So this is why it's happening between your ears before it happens anywhere else because you automatically have this idea of what birth looks like. And it's really important that I say to my birthing couples, mums, that it's about your journey and creating that. And what does that look like for you? And everyone's picture is not going to be the same. I wish... It's just like raising kids, right? I wish it would be the same that if you, what, how I raise my children to how you would, would be completely different. How my birthing experience would be completely different to yours. But what that looks like for you to be empowered. And that's what's important. We have, I've had people that have come to me and have said to me, you know, I want an epidural from the get-go. And that's great. And understanding the reasons and having alternatives and that's what's important for you as you embark. So you coming and having a one-way idea of what it looks like at the start can change. Do I believe in birth plans? Personally, I don't because plans can change. It's just like having a dinner with a friend and you're looking forward to it and you know and you're going to your best restaurant that you love and you're going to have some drinks and then those plans change. How do you feel? You feel bummed. Even though that nothing's really happened, you're feeling bummed. And that's the same going into that birth space. You have an expectation on yourself and what that looks like. I've had women that have come to me for postpartum and what we have had, the cascade of intervention, knowing every stage of what that looked like for them, they still felt empowered because they understood the process. The biggest thing is, is that when you are embarking on the birth and postpartum journey is being educated, looking at your team, no matter where that looks, private, public, at home, understanding your options, all right, understanding what these benefits are for you, knowing that not only for you, but your partner involved, if that's your husband, your partner, friend, if you're doing this on your own, what this looks like for you. And knowledge is power. 
we get given a book. Everyone always gets a certain book when they're pregnant and you're like, you need to read this. And great, you might think this book is like, no, nah, doesn't work for me. But if I give you another book that completely gives you outlines, you might look at that page and go, you know what, I'll take it. I, everything that's in that book, but one page really stood out for me. Would you tell someone not to read that book? No, because someone always is going to have a different experience when it comes to a journey. The biggest things that when people come to me or start the process of pregnancy is what they'll look at is either a story, an old wives' tale that someone has told them about birth. Obviously, yes, these things happen to other people, but it doesn't mean it's going to be your journey and what that looks like for you. So we try to either create that journey for you, understanding really what's a positive birth experience for you. What does that look like? Right? And it's funny. I always, it's one of my first questions I always say to my couples. What? And I always, first I started with the birthing mum and I'll say, What's an empowered and positive experience for birth for you? What does that look like? We all visualise it in our heads. It's like our wedding day. We have this visualisation of what birth is going to look like. And so for that reason, I ask that question. And I generally then ask it to the partner. And the partner is always going to give you a different answer to the birthing mum, all right, because they look at safety. They want to know that you're okay, mum's okay. But when we start to talk about birth and I wish birth was linear and I could give you that one book, it's like parenthood, that it was just it's going to give you everything. Birth is a multi-level process. We need to understand the physical, logical processes, the mental processes when you're going into birth because not only that, if you're going in for a vaginal birth, you can have a mental block, you can stall labour. Is there fears for other things that will bring you into that space that's not even birth-related? It could be, you know, I've had people that have had PTSD from medical procedures and that has triggered it in the birth space. And so there's so many elements that when it does come to, like when I keep saying, when it does come to birth is education. Understand where and how you want to birth. It's the biggest thing. The question that I get also asked is that, you know, can these things be prevented in the sense of tearing, will I have an episiotomy? These are all the things that come up. You need to talk to your providers, your team, what that looks like, understanding it. Do you need to talk to a pelvic floor physio? And creating that village also pre, during and post is really important. That's what you'll learn on the podcast is understanding and creating that village that is important for you to sort of unpack it a little bit. That's not a friend. That's not your sister or mum that you can, you know, talk to with a non-judgment the biggest thing that I will always say, and obviously, yes, my clients have approached me, but source a doula. Find that person that you can talk to. That's part of your team. Work with your fears. Work with that's not fears. Talk about the things that excites you about pregnancy. But at this stage in, in your journey is you're a sponge. So understanding where you're going to get this information for, what will empower you to get excited about the process 
and not scare you. I think that that's the biggest thing is at the moment when we talk about birth, birth is never filtered. When someone has an opinion, they'll give you advice, but knowing where to get that information so you can come away with knowledge and not fear and it's not fear-mongering, which is really important. I think that that's where you need to understand when birth happens because everyone, I can tell you, the first thing that I get asked is that I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of this. And so that's where it's birth in your mind has already happened before you've even walked onto that or be there on that baby day when you're you're about to meet your baby. I always say it doesn't need to be serious unless it needs to be. And that's, you need to understand you're either becoming parents for the first, second, fifth time, every journey is different and you'll feel empowered by it. And that's what you want to take back from your birth in all steps. Chemist Warehouse Pick of the Week is Gentle Cleansing Oil by Bonstella. I personally love this brand. I used it constantly with my girls. The smell is beautiful. One thing that is perfect is you can use it straight from birth. All right. So it's got natural ingredients. Um, It's got actually avocado oil, which is really important and really good for Bubba's skin. And what we're wanting is to put on something that's really sensitive and is good for all stages. Honestly, I would even use it on myself right now. So now on the panel, I have two beautiful women that are expecting their babies. And we're going to talk about how birth is starting to happen between your ears before it happens anywhere else. So we have the beautiful Tully and Victoria. So I'm going to ask you guys, do you feel that birth is happening now with all the knowledge or questions, all the things that are coming at you at the minute? Do you want to answer this or I'll go? Okay. I, yes, I feel like there's a lot of people who have obviously been mums before or pregnant that have a lot of opinions and their story and it does get in your head in a way. I am trying to put blinkers on and not listen, but I also want to say educated. So I find it's really hard, like it's hard to find a medium of preparing yourself and not listening. I don't Correct, know. Yeah. What do you think? I just think if you have an idea in your head of how you want to give birth, mm-hmm. I think you just need to follow your heart and go for it mm-hmm. and, you know, try to get the outcome that you want. And if you can't get the outcome, you know, we obviously can't control what happens. Um, but yeah, don't listen to outside opinions. Cause I've had so many and I'm like, this is my journey. This is my path. Like appreciate it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway. Yeah. 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 Do you find that because like even when you first tell people, I don't know if you had these questions, like, so how are you, are you wanting natural or you want a Caesar? So automatically people are wanting, I don't know, it's very, it's personal, right? So all all of a sudden you're like, well, do I need to make myself a decision straight away? And that's where like it's happening quickly and you're like hey dude I'm only two Mm, weeks pregnant I don't even know what I want to do or you may want to know what you want to do and that's empowered if you decide to say yeah I want to have a Caesar that's cool but it's then people are going to have an opinion I think educate you in a different way ask you those questions to judge you yeah yeah I honestly think it comes down to judgment I've had it happen to me so far with not being sick at all this pregnancy I have a cold now but other than that I've been fine um 
and it's like, oh, but why aren't you feeling a certain way? But why are you going to do a Caesar? Or why are you going to do natural? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to do this. So why aren't you doing that? It's like. So does that, do you think that then it's already prepping you? Like with people's stories and opinions, like mm-hmm. you were saying, that all of a sudden you do or don't want to listen, that you, it's getting you to visualise birth in a different way? Like did you ever go before you even fell pregnant going, oh, fuck, oh, I can't do that. I've heard that story and it scared me. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. did it? Absolutely. I mean, I've got. I mean, we both have so many friends and Mm. sisters and relatives that have had babies and all the stories that you generally hear are traumatic. So you are already freaking out. Like I know when I first found out I was pregnant, I'm like, no, I'm having a C-section. It's what I want to do because I'm a highly anxious person. I've heard so many stories of my friends asshole getting ripped open from getting (laughs) stitched up and I'm like I I don't want that to happen to me so I'm like no no I want a c-section because of all these traumatic stories I've heard but then and I went into my first appointment with my OB and I was like I want a c-section he's like that's what you want to do I told him why he's like that's what you want to do do that and then now that I went since I've made that decision I'm now 16 weeks and obviously I speak to more people and then their stories get into my head and I'm like oh fuck maybe I'll just go natural Mm. oh maybe I'll go natural so now I'm in this limbo thing I'm like do I want natural? Do I want a C-section? Even though I know I want a C-section, yeah. but other people's stories are freaking me out and making me change my decision. Yeah. So yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I answered that. But <laughs> no, yes. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does because it's already making you look at yeah. birth in a way that you probably, you know, wouldn't like. It does. Like mm. you, people come to me up. I've. I've had this story and I don't want to do this for X, Y, re- like reasons, but it's not, I just can't stress, knowledge is power and understanding and looking for it. Mm-hmm. And people, we do get on socials and it is their way of unpacking trauma and it does happen, but I think it's your journey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your story, mm-hmm. and you can create it. And I think it's important and, and it, yeah. do, it does happen in your head before, in your in your mind. It happens before. I think sometimes too it's very disappointing that on social media and what women talk about that we are getting um, the traumatic stories constantly. Yeah, like, there's no positives. No, there's never any positives. No. The only one positive story I know is one of our friends, Alexia, and she had her baby in like an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> Great. That's like, dream. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I love to hear that one of my friends had an amazing birth, but yeah. you don't hear a lot about it. So I think that's a little bit disappointing because it does freak you out a lot. Like I'm terrified. Yeah. And the biggest thing so, is that I say mm. is that her birth story is not your birth story. Mm-hmm. Her trauma is not your trauma. Yeah. And that's where you, you know, obviously as a doula, as I unpack that for you to create, to understand that it's your journey. Yeah your path it may not look like what you expected at the end and wanting have an unplanned cesarean but that's okay Mm -hmm. and I think that that's where we talk about birth plans do I believe in them not necessarily because plans can always change I just think as long as you're safe and your baby's safe agree it doesn't matter how it came into this world Mm -hmm. like you know there's so many people that put downers on c-sections and there's so many people that put downers on natural birth Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't think there's a right way either or, mm-hmm, or there's yeah. a wrong way. I think it's just your story and your journey and whatever you want to do Yeah. that I think is right for you, not for 
Jane down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as everyone's healthy, yeah. I agree. Exactly. But women do put this massive expectation and on that's what why birth I looks hired like. you <laughs> to help me navigate through my anxieties with birth yeah. and to be there for me through that whole process because I'm an anxious human. Yeah. And I just need like my husband will be great, but I know that I'm gonna need that motherly woman empowerment figure yeah. without it being my mum. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just turn the table for a second. Why did you, how did you find Vanessa? I found Vanessa on Instagram. Ah. It's a wild and wonderful place. <laughs> yeah. So I obviously chose Dr. Joe, and then um, I saw Vanessa and it was a no-brainer straight away. Uh-huh. Like I probably engaged her far too early, but I was like, That's I okay. want you now and I want you <laughs> now and I need you for yeah. the next nine months to help me get I through know, this. I know, you joke, you're like, how long do I have you for? Do I have you for the next Literally, five Literally, I'm like, so <laughs> where do I sign? <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> Subscription <laughs> for the next 10 years. Yeah. Your baby's going to be five and you're but yeah because I know that I need that extra support because yeah. I'm very anxious is it because that you didn't want to filter that that stuff in your ears is it is yeah it? like I don't want to listen like I just want to listen to you you're a professional mm-hmm. so is Joe and yeah. whatever we decide as a team to do together we'll make it happen yeah. and I know that I'll be safe and I know my baby's safe and that's all that matters to yeah. me in the end of the day yeah so she's got blinders on, but for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good. It's the a good right way. decision. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, birth happens between your ears and that's it's important before yeah. it gets down to the business end. Of and, like, you've birth. been through it before. Like, I know there's midwives in the birth space and all that stuff, but I want a constant. Mm-hmm. I yeah. need that constant person that I've built a relationship with and I know that's going to be there for me the whole way through and hold my hand, wipe my bum, do what, you know, you've got to do. Pat your head. It's okay. Pat my head, do what I've got to do, <laughs> and that will make my birth experience or pat your so head. much better. Yeah, <laughs> I could do that too. Yeah. I've done it before, mum, yeah. dad, it's all happening. But it's knowledge is power. Correct. Yeah. all I have to say. That's it. Thanks, girls. Thanks You're for having us. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. For more, join our Facebook group, The Modern Doula.